Here we go. Let's see what happens this morning. Oh, uh, remember the Bible, like I was just mentioning here. Oh, you know, Genesis to Revelation. I like to say Revelation's history going forward because that's going to happen. But don't worry about you. If you'll read, t- take Revelation, read it in the Living Bible sometime. You'll get excited. Quit thinking you're here. Remember in the Old Testament, you had a sacrifice in the morning, sacrifice in the evening, and it was for sin. It was not for fun. Poor little lamb. <laughs> no. And Jesus died for our sins anyway. It doesn't mean, you know, that, well, then I guess uh, then it doesn't matter. Well, see, when you love the Lord, you're not trying to find a way into sin. But they, people make that argument. They'll try to say, well, you're just good. Look, we, Jesus died a long time ago for me, and I hadn't even started sinning yet. You know, <laughs> So he took care of sin's future. You know what I mean? He took care of all that. Anyway, here we go. So let, we're going to go. You see Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. I like to stop right here just a moment. Genesis, total history, okay? Genesis, the very name itself means, remember, beginning. Exodus, like this X, exit, exit, that's what happened. You got a whole book based on a life that didn't happen. All through the scriptures, it says the Israelites came out from underneath Pharaoh, from underneath Egypt. Several times the Lord just flat out said it. But anyway, remember, Moses didn't want to be the, he didn't want to do it. No, don't send somebody else. Which is all evidence to me, it's the Lord. But anyway, they're already out here, but they're still at Mount Sinai. It's Leviticus, Leviticus. They, Levites weren't just, you know, one day I think I'm going to be in the ministry. They were selected by the Lord. They, it could have been Judah. These guys knew nothing about being Baptist or Methodist pastors or something. They knew nothing about God. That's what that book's about, how to operate, how to, how to take care of the sacrifices for the people. That's all it was. I like to call it Leviticus. Anyway. Numbers, boy, history. They're on the way to the promised land. And you know what happened? We can't go in. So they had to turn around and head back for 40 years. Deuteronomy, when you read that first chapter, he tells you it is a speech he gave on, I think it was March, such and such time. And it, it, so you can read Deuteronomy. It's a speech, hour and a half long. Anyway, and then all of a sudden you get, you can't see the, the cursor right there, but that's uh, Joshua. Boom, they go in the promised land because at the very end of Deuteronomy, uh, at the very end of Deuteronomy, Moses dies. Joshua goes in the promised land. And boy, they, they wiped them out. Joshua's only like, what is it? Tw- oh, no, it's 12, 13. No, it's 24. 24 chapters, something like it. But anyway, at the beginning of Judges, it tells you what happened after Joshua and all those guys died. They started worshiping idols, and then, pew, they lost the promised land. People like uh, Gideon, well, I can, remember he just had 300 guys, you know. Anyway, oh, and then there was Samson and several others, whatever. And then Ruth is a little small book, just like a praise report. It's all it is. You read some great story. And then here you go. History, 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 history. And these all overlap. First Samuel, First Kings, First Chronicles. Chronicles is chronicling the first people that existed. And it starts out with Adam and goes down to Gina. And all of a sudden, that's where we are. It picks up with, uh, finally gets through King Saul and then it gets to King David, and that's where we're going to pick up. So David is now the uh, uh, unchallenged, uh, what do we say? Uh, well, we're already there. We just finished up. They just Remember, they just got the ark. The ark finally arrived in Jerusalem. Remember Michael, David's wife? She didn't like it that David danced around with no clothes on. She called him a common pervert. And he said, look, God took me as a shepherd, took me from being a shepherd all the way to the king of Israel, and I will dance before him however I want to. So here we go. 
So 1 Chronicles chapter 16. So they brought the ark of God. Remember what that was. It was, the, it was called the mercy seat. The details were written in Exodus. God told Moses how he wanted to build it. It was a specific plan because it was a copy of the real one in heaven. It had two angels facing each other. Their wings were outspread and whatever. And you were supposed to carry this thing on poles. The Levites were. You are supposed to carry it into battle ahead of the army. And you beat the army that you were fighting. So they brought the ark of God into a special tent that David had prepared for it. And the leaders of Israel sacrificed burnt offerings and peace offerings before God. At the conclusion of these offerings, David blessed the people in the name of the Lord. Now look at that. Let's look at it. Now we're not talking half a dozen people here. And this was not a church service. This was the whole nation. At the, conclu- at the conclusion, he blessed the people. He gave every person a present. Men and women alike. A loaf of bread. Yeah. Some wine. And a cake of raisins. Man. Wow. He appoint- Look at this. And he appointed certain of the Levites to minister before the ark by giving constant praise and thanks to the Lord God of Israel by asking for his blessings upon his people. What blessings? The only thing we believe in is we're going to heaven. No, we got to have more than that. That's what makes everybody run to other gods. I got me a little Buddha. This little Buddha that I got, I read about him on the internet. This, this Buddha doesn't. Jesus, that thing's dead. It doesn't do anything for you. We got all kind of people today. People that were raised in Sunday school. People that were raised in church. And yet they run to these things because they've not been taught that Jesus will take care of everything for you. They think, well, the only thing Jesus will take care of, he'll say, what are you doing that for? I caught you today. No. These are the names of those given that assignment. Well, they're dead by now. It's history, isn't it? So look at that. Asap, the leader of this detail, sounded the cymbals. His associates were Zechariah, G-L, Shemai, whatever, G-I-M-A-E-O, whatever. They played harps and zithers. The priest, Benaniah and Jez, plays their trumpets regularly. Good grief. You know, well, Dustin's graduated. He don't need to play the trumpet anymore. No, he still played the trumpet, praise the Lord. Yeah, but he's, he's a priest now. Man, he could sound off. He still did. At that time, look at this. David began the custom of using choirs in the tabernacle to sing thanksgiving to the Lord. Asaph was the director of this choral group. Look at this. These are priests. No, we got the women folk to do all this. We need... These priests were singing. And you kind of know why, too, because they were the only ones that were allowed in that tabernacle in the first place. Okay, now watch what they were singing. Now, this is also, you'll have to find it yourself, but I think it's Psalm 105. It's also another psalm, pieces of it. Oh, give thanks to the Lord and pray to him, they sang. Now, let's stop a minute and think. Let's just don't, just don't sing. No. Give thanks to him and pray. Pray for what? Watch. Tell the peoples of the world about his mighty doings. Now, we're not Jews, but look what he said right here. Tell everybody. So you see, this is for everybody. Tell the people about his mighty doings. It's like finding that dress for Paula. It's like doing that stuff for me that I needed, whatever. The Lord took care of that and everybody else in this room. Tell of all his marvelous works. Glory in his holy name. Look at this. Let all rejoice who seek the Lord. I'm having bad troubles. Seek the Lord. You'll turn the frown, as they say, upside down. I mean, it's that simple. Seek the Lord. Yes, seek His strength. Seek His face untiringly. Well, that's a waste of time. No, the devil tries to tell you it's a waste of time. But it's the right thing to do. You'll always, it'll always turn around. Oh, descendants of His servant Abraham, 
Well, that group didn't ever exist. Oh, please. We know better. Chosen of Jacob, sons of Jacob. Look at that. Why does he keep saying remember? Why do we want to remember something that will never happen again? Oh, are you kidding? What he did before, he'll do for you. Remember his mighty miracles and his marvelous miracles and his authority. He is the Lord our God. His authority is seen throughout the earth. Remember his covenant forever. The words he commanded, look at that, to a thousand generations. Now, if you think a moment, a thousand generations. You could say a generation is 40 years. It's kind of typically what we see in the Bible, 40 years. Okay. He said a thousand of them. Okay. So you take a thousand and divide 40 in it, right? Man, we're only up to 40 so far. We got a long way to go. You know, it's a long way to go to hit a thousand. His agreement with Abraham and his oath to Isaac and his confirmation to Jacob. Yeah, but those guys are dead. No, we've already found out through Jesus that agreement is with us today as well. And everything, everything all three of them touched, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, turned to gold. We got the details in the book of uh, Genesis. Uh, he promised Israel with an everlasting promise. Think about that. It's still going on today. The book of Hebrews likens everything in your life about Jesus with the promised land. I will give you the land of Canaan, that is your inheritance. When Israel was few in number, oh so few, and merely strangers in the promised land. That was in the time of Abraham. When they wandered from country to country, from one kingdom to another. Look at this. Look at that verse. You've read it already. God did not let anyone harm them. Walmart shooting this week. Oh, you never know. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. And you're not either. Look at that. God didn't let anyone harm them. No wonder David was saying, y'all going to sing this. I want to hear it going every morning. Look at that. Even kings were killed who sought to hurt them. Now, I'm a Baptist. We got to figure out how to make this talk about heaven only. Uh, at this time, and this is what they do. Methodists do it too. All the ones who... They're famous for actually exposing their unbelief. It was a dispensation. Oh, here we go with the dispensation. The dispensation of God doing great things. Now, I hear what's coming. He quit doing them, didn't he? Well, yeah, we have doctors today, and we have a military. Well, why don't you go tell some people in other nations who can't? T- and why, go, why don't you go to Chicago? More murders there than we're at Walmart and, and other place the other day. Look at that. Don't harm my chosen people, he declared. These are my prophets, touch them not. Now, he was talking, oh, he was just talking, if you don't watch it, God is calling all of the Israelites prophets. Remember the Bible says your sons and daughters are prophesied? Jesus fulfilled all that too. Every one of them. Yeah, but Richard, I'm not a prophet. You're in on it. Let me tell you something else, you're a priest. Will you buy that? Uh, yeah, I did remember. A king, yeah, that's right. So you're a kingdom of priests. You know, Abraham was called a prophet. What did he? Yeah, he was. Remember when, uh, yeah, the king took Abraham's wife. Anyway, God said, you're a dead man. <laughs> and he goes, wait, I ain't going to bed with her. He said, that's okay. He says, you call Abraham my servant, and he's a prophet, and he will pray for you, and you'll recover. Whoa. Anyway, let's get back to it. These are my prophets, chosen people. 
Sing to the Lord, O earth. Declare each day that He's the one who saves. Now, do you see your problem? I know I have problems too, and I think the world comes to an end sometimes. I'm like, oh man, this is serious. But if I just opened my window and I'd hear him singing over there in that tabernacle, all of a sudden I'd remember. I remember David wrote a song and he said, Sing unto the Lord a new song. You know. And if you, everything David wrote basically had problems around it. Sing yourself right into a, a blessing. Look at that. Declare each day. See, today is a day, isn't it? He is the one who saves. Now, this save is not going to heaven. Keep them. Don't harm my people. Find me this. Help me this, Lord. All this stuff. Well, I don't care what it is. Look at this. Show his glory to the nations. Tell everyone about his miracles. No, only the Jews. Everybody. Look at this. For the Lord is great and should be highly praised. He is to be held in awe above all gods. Because there is none other. Look at this. Look at that. Here's what he says. David kicks off and says, the other so-called gods are demons anyway. But the Lord, look at this, made the heavens. I was trying to drive through town the other day and I was just trying to, you know, I just wanted to, because I was thinking about some problems I had and I thought, I'm, not, I'm just going to think about the Lord here. And immediately I thought, I want to look at stuff that God didn't, I mean, I want to look at stuff that was created by man, you know, I mean, created by the Lord. And so I'm looking beyond the buildings and the roads and the cars and whatever, and then you start noticing people, and you start noticing the trees, and if you look up, you see the skies and the heaven and the sun. God made all the other stuff, praise the Lord. Anyway, strength and gladness walk beside him. What have we done with that one? We think God's old sourpuss. Oh, really? I don't think so. O people of all nations of the earth, ascribe great strength and glory to his name. Yes, ascribe to the Lord uh, the glory due his name. You probably can see some of that in some lyrics we've sang over and over again. Bring him an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord clothed with holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. Tremble before him all the earth. I remember all these things. The world stands unmoved. The heavens, let the heavens be glad. The earth rejoice. Let all the nations say it's the Lord who reigns. Yeah, but right now my bank account's what rains. It's bugging the crap out of me. I'm, I'm suffering financially. Oh, wait a minute. Look at this. Let the vast seas roar. Let the countryside and everything in it rejoice. You're the only one left out today if you're not joining in this. Do you see how this works? Yeah, I think God can take care of me. Well, Lord, I just want to praise you. I want to thank you. You're, you're it. You know. And then watch what he does. For he comes to judge the earth. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he's good. His love and kindness go on forever. Cry out to Him. Oh, save us, God of our salvation. Look at that. So look how He calls this salvation. What is it? Going to heaven? No. Remember, David was getting the kingdom back. The Philistines had taken over. Bring us safely back from among the nations. Boy, they were coming back. David was, he wasn't taking names at all, buddy. He was wiping everybody out. We will give thanks to your holy name and, and triumph in your praise. Blessed be Jehovah, God of Israel, forever and ever. And all the people, wait a minute. I thought he just wrote, no, it's history, see. All the people shouted amen. Where are we today? Oh, we did the same thing. And praise the Lord. David arranged for Asaph and his fellow Levites to minister regularly in the temple, doing each day whatever needed to be done. This group included, here's some more names, Billy, Bob, Joe, Simon, whoever, Oh, look at that. A son of Jadutha, Hohath, and 68 of their colleagues as guards. Remember, you can't go in there. They're going to stop you. Meanwhile, look at this. The old tabernacle. Oh, Richard, you're confusing me. No, no, you're with it. He just said David built a tent structure just like Moses said to, or God did. They put the ark in there. 
the old location was outside of town. I believe it was Gibeon. Yeah, there it is, Gibeon. Meanwhile, the old tabernacle of the Lord was on the hill of Gibeon, but they don't have the ark now. They continued to be active. David left Zadok the priest and his fellow priest to minister there. They sacrificed burnt offerings to the Lord. Here it is again, morning and evening. Why? Who sinned? Listen, we bear the image of Adam. Of course, you and I know we bear the image of Jesus now. He, we see in the New Testament, you know, Jesus is the second Adam. But we were bearing the image of the first Adam, 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Anyway. But anyway, nonetheless, uh, evening and morning, the altar set aside for that purpose. What would that do for you if you knew Jesus was taking care of your sins for you? Wouldn't you be thankful? Yeah. And if you took care of your sins, why are you trying to pay for them all the time? Well, I need some good crops, Lord, but I'm still not that great of a person. Well, Peter tried to pull that off one time. Peter let Jesus borrow his boat. I read it yesterday. Jesus, it, it, it wouldn't even know what Jesus said to the people. It just said there was a crowd thronging Jesus in Luke chapter 5. Jesus saw Peter, his boat right there, and, and he got in that boat so he could talk to the people. And then it says after he talked to the people. Oh, wait a minute. The good part was what he said. No, you're going to get what he said. So he tells Peter, push me out into the water and let down your nets for a catch. And remember what Simon Peter said? Well, look, we fished all night. We didn't catch nothing. But because you said so, which is good, I'll do it. So he did. And boy, when Peter let his nets down, they caught so much it started to sink his boat. He called for James and John. That's what it says in Luke 5. And they brought their boat. Both boats were sinking. And then Peter says this. Look, depart from me. I am a sinful and wicked man. You know what Jesus said? Nah, you come with me. You come with me. From now on, you're going to be catching me. Boy, and he left. He did the same thing to Levi in the same chapter. It, the Living Bible is so good. He says, he said, Levi was a, the, the normal wicked tax collector. <laughs> he said, you come with me. Wow. Anyway, morning and evening for that purpose. David appointed He-Man, Judah, and several others chosen by name to give thanks to the Lord for his constant love and mercy. Look at that. Do you think you'd have somebody singing about his constant love and mercy if you didn't have his constant love and mercy? That's the theme that David had going for him his whole life. And he told us about it. That's how he killed... You know, you think David was pure, never made a mistake, never thought something ugly about his mom and daddy? You know, he, you know, at that age before he killed Goliath, he thought, this might not work today because I've not been the best eight-year-old. Did you ever do anything you shouldn't do when you were eight years old? Man, I know I probably did. If I got caught, I had to pay the price. Boy, my daddy would get me. But look at it says here, constant love and mercy. Look at this. They use their trumpets and cymbals. Uh, to accompany the singers with loud praises to God. And Jedah's sons were appointed as guards. At last the celebration ended. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. This was still that couple of day event. Now look at this. They returned to go to their homes. And David returned to bless his own household. I remember Dustin mentioned it the other day. He was telling me something. Because something he remembered that I used to play my guitar before they'd go to bed at night. Whatever. What do you think David did? You know, he could play that harp. He didn't say, all right, everybody come in here. I'm going to sing a little while and y'all going to go sleep. <laughs> Whatever. He went home to bless his family. Remember his aides, his sons, he had a lot of them, you know, different wives. They were the ones that were, you know, his fraternity brothers right around the throne. 
After David had been living in his new palace for some time, he said to Nathan the prophet, remember him? Nathan, yeah. Look, I'm living in a cedar paneled home while the Ark of the Covenant, what's that? Oh, you know what it is. You know, that's that holy place. It's out there in a tent. Look what Nathan replied. See, we got this chip on our shoulder, you know, about prophets. Oh, the prophets, they never make a mistake. Well, he's fixing to miss it right here. You know, Paul even said, we're looking through a glass darkly. We're, we're trying to get it right, but a lot of times we can't quite see it fully. Nathan replied, carry out your plan in every detail, for it's the will of the Lord. Well, look at the next verse. It wasn't. But that same night, God said to Nathan, go and give my servant this message. You're not to build my temple. Well, we don't want to put that in there because we're trying to show people of the cloth are so perfect. No, we're not. We're talking about Jesus. We're not trying to be perfect. Moses wasn't perfect. None of them were perfect. And this was not a bad mistake. It was not a mistake anyway. God just said, hey, look, here's the plan I want you to do. Don't build my temple. Look at this. I've gone from tent to tent as my home, as my home from the time, boy, he lied there, didn't he? He never got him out of Egypt. No, you know who lied? It's some atheistic of rabbis, same group Jesus dealt with, scribes, Pharisees, and Sadducees. Now, you know what Sadducees were, don't you? They didn't believe there was a resurrection. They didn't believe there was angels. And did you know the high priest, when Jesus was crucified, did not believe in a resurrection, did not believe in an afterlife? He was a Sadducee. Anyway, it's just a group. Yeah, like say Sadducee, okay. In all that time, I never suggested to the leaders of Israel, shepherds that I appointed to care for my people, that they should build me a cedar-lined temple. Tell my servant David, the Lord God of heaven says, I took you from being a shepherd. Now remember, when you read stuff like this, you need to say, hey, he's talking to me. Yeah. Do you ever use the 23rd Psalm? Yeah. Everything David wrote, he wanted you to treat it was yours. Tell my servant David, the Lord of heaven says to you, I took you from being a shepherd and made you the king of my people. And I have been with you everywhere. Oh my gosh. I've been with you everywhere you've gone. Hello, Goliath. Hello, saving me from Saul. I have destroyed your enemies and I'll make your name great as the greatest of the earth. I was trying to find something the other day and inevitably when my search came back, it shows that statue of David. David who? <laughs> but this David, I'll give a permanent, I will give a permanent home to my people Israel and plant them in their land. They'll not be disturbed again. The wicked nations won't conquer them as they did before when the judges rule them. Remember that? The book of Judges. So look how it authenticates everything. That's the beauty of our Bible. I'll subdue all your enemies and I now declare that I will cause your descendants to be kings of Israel just as you are. This is where all the people when Jesus was born they were going he's the, he's the son of David he's the son of David remember there was a woman that came to Jesus her daughter was grievously vexed with the devil and she said son of David have mercy on me son of David All right. when your time on earth is over and you die well that's a bummer I guess it's over no you're just going to be transplanted I'll place one of your sons upon the throne I'll make his kingdom strong he's the one that shall build my temple this was Solomon wasn't it and I'll establish his royal line of descendants forever. I'll be his father and he'll be his son. And, I, and he will be my son. I'll never, look at that, I'll never remove my mercy and love from him. Look at that. As I did from Saul. Now Saul pulled some Lulus there. 
Hebrews wouldn't obey the Lord, but notice the Lord called that out. I'm not going to remove my love. Wow. I will place over my people, I will place him over my people and over the kingdoms of Israel forever, and his descendants shall always be king. So Nathan told King David everything the Lord had said. And I want you to see what David does. Watch what David does. You know, David doesn't have time for the Lord, does he? No. Then, then King David, king, he's king, went in. Oh, with the help of Nathan and all his chaplains. No. This is, you pray to your father in secret and he'll reward you openly. Boy, David said, thank you. He knew it was right. And he walked over to the tabernacle and he went in there in all quietness. And this is what he did. He sat before the Lord and said, who am I? And this is us today. Think about us. Oh, Lord God. What is my family that you've given me all this? For all the great things you have already done are nothing in comparison to what you've promised to do in the future. Now think about your own unbelief. Usually it's like, well, the good days are over with. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to be able to help me out financially. This is a tough one. Lord, if this is out of your league, you know, I, I, I'll still love you. <laughs> get rid of that unbelief. It's going to get better and better and better. His son is the one who wrote, Solomon's the one who wrote that proverb, says the path of the Lord is brighter and brighter. Man, we've talked ourselves, it's because we are not reading the Bible. Always watch what you, who you listen to and stay with the Bible. Oh, here we go. So he says, man, it's nothing compared to what you're going to do in the future. For now, oh Lord God, you're speaking of future generations of my children being kings too. Oh, wait a minute. What about the terrible twos? I was telling a friend of mine the other day, I said, Dustin was my oldest. So he was the first one to hit the terrible twos. You know? I never, I, when I was, when Dustin was, I, I wouldn't listen to that crap. I thought, terrible, what, what are you, you must not like kids. Great twos. It's great twos. Yeah. And then his two sisters behind him were wonderful too, you know. My kids were a blessing, praise the Lord. So you don't, have, you don't see all this psychology in here, Dr. Spock, you know. The levels of, of your kids. Now you can see these kids, some of them either served the Lord or they didn't. They went downhill or they went uphill. Okay. Okay. For all the great things you've already done. Oh, there's nothing. Okay. Uh, now you're speaking to future generation of my children. Okay. You speak as though I were someone very great. Uh, what else can I say? You know that I am, look at that. I am but a dog. Yet you've decided to honor me. Oh, Lord God, you've given me these wonderful promises. It's not just going to heaven. He ain't even mentioned in heaven, is he? Do you know why? Because David is taken for granted. He's going. Notice, you know, I, you know I've, I've had to watch myself. You, you, you can let yourself be so scared of death. And we're not supposed to be afraid of death. Absent from the body, present with the Lord. You've got that one covered. We should see traces of this going, you know, I'm kind of scared when I draw life's last breath if I'm, if I'm going to be in heaven or not. Hold up. David, no, excuse me, Jesus told a story one day. And he was talking to the Israelites. And he said, there's a great supper coming. He actually told this to when, who's that guy who had uh, the centurion? Okay, when the centurion, he said, go. He said, my centurion's sick. If you'll come, you know. No, he said, speak the word only. Okay, he said, speak the word only. And Jesus said, boy, I've not seen faith like this anywhere. You know, and he said, go your way, your servant lives. Okay. And then he said, the kingdom of heaven. He said, there's going to be many that are called to sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob for dinner. Well, I hope they're going to be there. <laughs> Jesus takes for granted. Well, he already knew. Been talking to Abraham. 
before Abraham was, I am. Abraham rejoiced to see my day. Remember in the 16th chapter of, 17th chapter of Matthew, Jesus is standing there glowing in his glory. Moses shows up and Elijah shows up. Those two guys were dead. They're not dead. They're still living. You're going to be living too. All right. So, uh, I'm a dog, yet you decided to honor me. Oh, Lord, you give me these wonderful promises because you wanted to be kind to me because of your great heart. Oh, Lord, there is no one like you. There's no other God. In fact, we've never even heard of another God like you. Yeah. God likes this kind of stuff. What other nation in all the earth is like Israel? You have made a unique nation and have, there it is again, redeemed them. Remember, redeemed means paid. He paid for them to get them out of Egypt so that, my, so that the people would be your people. And you made a great name for yourself when you did glorious miracles. Ah, they never happened. Those were just to make Sunday school kids grin, you know. We have to explain later that it's like Santa Claus. There's no Santa Claus. Now, the truth is, you're going to find out there is a Santa Claus. It was a real story behind that. So there's a real story behind this. Those miracles happened. And made a great name for yourself when you did the glorious miracles of driving out the nations before your people. You have declared that your people Israel belong to you forever, and you have become their God. And now David, remember, he's in, this, he's in this church by himself. Nobody's in there. I accept your promise, Lord, and I and my children will always rule this nation. And may this bring eternal honor to your name as everyone realizes that you always do what you say. By a stripes you're healed, but I guess I'm going to die with cancer, you know. These signs shall follow them that believe. They lay hands on sick, they shall recover, you know. God doesn't mean that. David wrote and said, Psalm 103, who forgives all my iniquities, heals all my diseases. Well, he didn't mean that. Yes, he did. You can see how wide open it is where we failed on the, on the number of health. Well, I'm old. Pfft, there was no old people in the Bible. Moses, it said, was 100, in the very last chapter of Deuteronomy, was 120 years old. His eyesight was not dim, neither was his natural strength. I'm quoting from the King James. His natural strength was not abated. In other, the Living Bible said he was strong as anybody else, basically. He was a warrior all the way till he died. Anyway, it's our choice. We can either believe that he's, like he said in that picture, he's standing there. We can either believe that he said, remember he said, I'll always be with you. Remember he said, I was with you a whole time. That's the reason David said, you come to me with a shield and a sword, but I come to you in the name of the Lord. And this day he will, I mean, David knew he's going to kill Goliath. He already gave a praise report, I killed a bear. I've looked at some bears, small, and the black bear is the famous one in America for the most deaths or whatever. That's the most, that's the worst one to run across is the black bear. Grizzlies, you don't encounter them very much. So the ones they have on record in America, alligator bites, whatever, all this kind of thing, it's a stupid black bear. Here, kitty, kitty. You know, <laughs> I want the fuzzy. You get close to those things and look at their. That's bad news. Man, same teeth that my golden retrievers got, except <laughs> they want to use them. Anyway, here we go. I accept your promises, and I'll, my children will always rule. Okay. You've made this eternal. And this will bring. Oh, we read that part. Okay. Oh, yeah. Now I have the. Look at this. And now I have the courage to pray to you, for you have revealed this to me. God himself has promised this uh, good thing to me. May his bless, this blessing rest on my children forever. For when you, look at that. For, why do we have the details? Well, look what he said. When you grant a blessing, Lord, it is an eternal blessing. Man, 
Well, we're going to run out of time, but let me see what's here just a second. Let's go look at some of these eternal blessings just a moment. Let's, go, let's just take, uh, when they come out of, uh, let's look at, they just, the sea was just walled up right here. Uh, in other words, they got out of Egypt. And they are shouting, oh, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Okay. Uh, let's see. He overthrew Pharaoh and his chariots, drowning him in the sea. Okay. They're saying this right after it happened. Uh, let me see. Let's see. Let me get in here what I want to see here. Miriam singing this song. I'll sing unto the Lord who has triumphed gloriously. The horse and the rider thrown into the sea, you know. Uh, all right, here we go. Then the people, they started going somewhere and they ran out of water. Now you see what's important here? You should be trusting in the Lord. Just a few minutes ago, you got redeemed from Pharaoh. Six million of you. And the walls were walled up, you know, and, and they all were destroyed. The bad guys were. And then you, you're missing a water bottle. Hey, my water bottle's out. I guess God wants me to die. Oh, please. Anyway, boy, they turned against Moses. Must we die of thirst? Moses pleaded with the Lord. Well, that's useless. No. <laughs> the Lord showed him to throw a tree in the water, and the water became sweet. It was there at Marah that the Lord laid before them the following conditions to test their commitment to him. If you will, now look what he says. Let's, let's just, you get this on your own. If you listen to the Lord, the voice of your God, and obey it and do what's right. Now that meant, if you make a mistake, you have a sacrifice. Then I'm perfect. I'm perfect. No. Then I will, look at that. Make, I will not make you suffer the diseases I sent on Egypt. Boy, that was bulls and everything. I went to skin doctor this week. Man, they got me ding, 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 18 times. <laughs> they froze that stuff off, you know, whatever. But I could be thinking, oh, well, I guess, you know. You know, and they're all going, well, that's pre-cancer. That's pre-cancer. Pre-cancer, pre-cancer. But it's okay, pre-cancer. Well, I don't know. It would be nice if Jesus cared. Hello? Look at this. Look at this. Look at that phrase. For I am. No, he was. No. Remember, he already did it. I am the Lord who heals you. Oh, fairy tales, fairy tales. Oh, really? Let's go to 23 real quick. Look at this. The Lord's speaking again here. Uh, da -da -da -da. Let me get down here to it. Uh, this is good enough. Work six days, rest the seventh. This will give your oxen and donkeys a chance to rest. Let your tractors cool off a little bit. He said, be sure to obey all these instructions. Remember, never mention any other gods. Okay. Uh, there's, three annual, there's three annual pilgrimage. You know, there's unleavened bread and the Passover. Let's keep going here where it's at. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Mm -mm -mm. I'm getting to it. We're going to stop right here. Let me get this right here. Yeah, here we go. Look at this. I'm sending an angel before you to lead you. Look at that word. Safely to the land I've prepared for you. I mean, he did. He took them right to the edge of it. And they said, we can't go in there. Reverence him. Obey all his instructions. Don't rebel against him. He ain't going to pardon your transgression. Okay. He's my representative. Bears my name. Here goes again. But if you're careful to obey him, follow his instructions, I'll be an enemy to your enemies. My angel will go before you and he'll bring you into the land of the Amorites, Hittites, da 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 He'll destroy these people. Okay, here we go. And he says, oh my gosh, please don't worship these other gods over there. Uh, okay, here we go. Just jump to 25. Let's stop here. Look at this. I use this in basically a daily prayer of mine. You shall serve the Lord your God only. See, you have to practice not forgetting this, especially when you feel bad. Oh, I feel bad. Oh, oh, I guess I'm on my own. Or maybe God's testing me. 
you're going to be in trouble. I will bless you with food and water. And I will take away sickness from among you. And some of you have already read ahead. And you're like, oh, I'm, I'm just making fun of that. No, you're not. You believe the Lord. There will be no, you know what that is, women? Miscarriages. And it's just so funny. We were, at my office, we're a family. And every day there's usually a, 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 a distribution thing. There's a card in there and you need to sign it. Well, this one was not a good one. I was like, what happened? Well, the guy's granddaughter, little granddaughter died. And I thought, oh, man. And so, just born, you know. I was taking it. And so, I signed it. I saw him later. I know the guy real well. I said, hey, what happened? This was just 26 weeks. It wasn't, the baby wasn't born. But, hey, I'm glad people treated as though it was, because it is. That's a life lost, you know. And, but I, thought was, I just thought it was interesting that we had a card for him. Well, I thought it was great. I'm all for it, you know, praise the Lord. Because he told me all about it. He says, yeah, my daughter was fine. It went 26 weeks, and then they just they lost a heartbeat, and the umbilical cord was real short, and whatever. They had some reasons. Something happened. Something was wrong, and the child had died, you know. So let's go back to this. There will be an occasional. No, that's not what he said. There will be no. God, don't say that because we got to cover for you. You don't have to cover for God. Look at that. Nor barrenness throughout your land. Look at that next phrase. You will live out the full quota. Look at that. Of the days of your life. Now you're stuck with that. And I'm stuck with that too. We're stuck with knowing that Jesus said, I'm the way and the truth and the life. There's no other way. There's no back door. You can't do it through Buddha. You can't do it through, you know, yoga or whatever kind of other kind of religion. All kind of them out there. Well, I get to make up my own. Nah, there's only one way. I am the way in the... And look at that. Same thing right there. I will take away all sickness from among you. Let me actually show you this right here, and then we'll stop. Let's see what David said. David said it right here in 103. Look at that. 103. He starts out with, praise the Lord. Now, this is by himself. I will bless the Lord. Not anybody else. He said, me. And I'm not going to forget the glorious things he does. Look at that. He forgives all my sins. Look at that. He heals me. And there's heaven right there at the end. He ransoms me from hell. We're going to be fine. Praise the Lord. Psalm 103. Okay, Father, we just thank you for your word today. We thank you that praise God is historic. It's real. And if we're faced with any kind of problem, especially if we're hurting in our bodies somewhere, Lord, you'll take care of that. What's that? You fix our bodies. We're asking you. Oh, save our bodies. Hallelujah. Same thing's true financially. Save us financially if we're having trouble there. And if it's some other problem, no matter what it is, save us there too, Lord. And that doesn't leave anything left but for us to be as excited as David and go and before you and say, Lord, I want to thank you for taking care of me and taking care of my family. And I'm going to leave a record to tell others about Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. All righty.